millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Good afternoon, everyone. And, of course, welcome back to another special edition of Red Hill News. from the thumbnail on the screen. Jacob Rothschild, the fourth Baron de Rothschild, now no longer because he's passed away, has, of course, shuffled off this mortal coil. He made a deal many, many years ago and the devil came to collect. Some say that Jacob was the inspiration for Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. I don't know if that's true, but I'd buy it. (laughs) Oh, we have a ton of new updates on President Trump's cases, virtually all of them. Got a couple of heartwarming things to share with you, some good news. Lots, lots to cover. So if you haven't yet, please do me a favor, hit the like button, hit the share, help us by getting the word out. And if you wouldn't mind, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we have a special message from the sponsor of today's program that's going to be our friend over here at Blessed. That's right, Blessed, Exposing the Horror of Ritual Abuse. This is a great book by my friend Rosie Damore. Before we begin, I just want to say once again, thank you to Rosie and Blessed for sponsoring today's program. Blessed is a a powerful book. It details Rosie's rare firsthand account. Uh, It's rare because a lot of victims don't ever have the opportunity to speak out. And if they do, oftentimes they are so damaged, they're really not able to do it in a coherent or really effective way. Plus, there is the the, the fact of the matter is, is that Survivors oftentimes are maligned by everybody out there. Uh, There are smear campaigns that are developed to go against them because 
the world is run by these sick, elite, satanic pedophiles. And these satanic pedophiles get off on the desecration and the abuse that occurs in situations like this. So they try to shut people like Rosie down. They don't want people to know about their story. So quick warning before you get the book. This is not a bedtime story. I think everybody understands what this subject is about. But you need to know that there are powerful forces out there that are working to destroy any hint of someone like Rosie being able to get their story out. This is a story that's going to make you angry. It's a story of betrayal. It's a, it's a story of pain. I mean, it's Rosie's own family, her parents, that brought her into this. The abuse was so terrible that it, uh, it forced her to endure some dissociative uh, uh, disorders. Like, she completely had to step away from herself and her mind. And it's heartbreaking, really. I mean, it's a sad story. But Rosie wanted to initially come on the show and share this, but I, I, I couldn't convince her to do so. She decided that everything she went through uh, was just too much and that getting it onto paper was about as good as she can do. So this is a story that you're going to read uh, that she doesn't intend to keep in the shadows. She wants to get the word out. She wants to basically heal by telling her story. She's not going to be exposing like actual members of her family because she is uh, uh, completely anonymous. Rosie Damore is a non plume, if you will. So she just wanted everybody to know what happened so that hopefully we can work to make sure it doesn't happen to any other children ever again. This is a great book if you want to raise awareness about the horrors of ritual abuse. This is a great book if you know someone who doesn't believe this sort of thing exists, because frankly, it's a lot more pervasive than people would like to admit. So you can get blessed right now for a special low price, all for viewers of Red Pill 78. Get it before it increases in price. You go there by clicking the link in the description of this video. It's directly at the top of the uh, the the, uh, the the description, excuse me, below this video. Uh, and, of course, I want to say thank you one more time to Rosie for sponsoring the program. And with that, we will go ahead and get on to today's main event. Thank you. Ooh, and, of course... My stories are not on screen. Let me see if I can fix that so we can begin. Let's see. Mm, that's going to be right here. Right here. All right. So we are going to begin today. Speaking of satanic pedophiles, I thought it was only fitting that we discuss the passing of uh, Lord Jacob de Rothschild. Now, I think everybody here knows that uh, the Rothschilds do not come from royalty. Their lordship title uh, arises from the fact that they just have so much stinking money. Uh, and, of course, the city of London is a principality unto itself. It is not part of the British monarchy. It just exists within it, a lot like the uh, Vatican City in Rome. And uh, Jacob and the Rothschild family were rich because they were successful at being able Able to trick the rest of the world into uh, going to war, and of course, they bet on who was going to win. Now, the famous story goes that an ancient ancestor of Jacob de Rothschild knew that Napoleon was going to be losing. However, he sent word ahead back to London that Napoleon had actually won, and so everybody bet on Napoleon. They thought that uh, he was going to be the big winner, uh, and of course, J Jacob's ancestor did the exact opposite. He bet against Napoleon, and of of course, he was the only person who ended up making money on that bet. And then from then on, the Rothschilds began their centralized banking empire, and a, the rest of it is history, of course. So the uh, significant aspect of Jacob Rothschild's death 
Uh, it really has to do with the passing of the torch. Now, I don't think that uh, any of you are silly enough to believe that with the death of Jacob Rothschild that the Rothschild family is going to go away. Of course, they're going to continue on in some fashion or another, and Jacob did have several children of his own. His son, Nathaniel Rothschild, is taking on the title of the fourth Baron de Rothschild because, you know, now that his dad's dead, he is no longer the fifth Baron de Rothschild. All we know is that Jacob passed away at the age of 87. Uh, The family did put out a statement saying that Jacob had been a towering presence in many people's lives. uh, And his uh, seat, as well as his title, are going to be passed on to Nathaniel. So Nathaniel will now sit in his father's stead in the British House of Lords. Uh, He is uh, listed as a superbly accomplished financier, a champion of the arts and culture, and a devoted public servant, a passionate supporter of charitable causes in Israel and Jewish culture, a keen environmentalist, and a much-loved father and grandfather. Now, I can't speak for any of those specific titles there. Uh, And again, there was no known cause of death that had been given. Now, uh, Jacob de Rothschild uh, is a complicated and mysterious man. As I said, he is apparently the, um, uh, the, the, the impetus for Mr. Burns. Uh, certainly they looked alike and, uh, they had, uh, money in the same fashion. Um, but the Rothschild family has always had mystery surrounding it because of their ties to the banking industry. Uh, and until very recently, probably within the last 20 years, their desire to stay completely out of the limelight. Um, many people would speak about the Rothschilds in hushed tones. The idea that the Rothschilds and the banking elites, they were the true puppet masters behind the scenes. However, I would posit that the Rothschilds were merely the public face of the banking industry. I think that there are more people who are more powerful that stood behind them and that maybe even financed them at the very start of this. The, the Rothschild family fortune right now is only listed at $825 million. Now, I know that sounds like an obscene amount of money. However, there are people out there who are wealthier than them. Uh, And I think that when you have true generational wealth, the kind of generational wealth that allows you to uh, really pull the strings uh, of global leaders and, you know, I mean, move the direction of the needle – you're probably not going to want your face to be public. And so in this instance, I think that the Rothschilds were merely just that name that was allowed to be released to the people. So in that respect, I think that the uh, deep state banking industry as it exists is is not going to stop. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, I think the only thing that's going to move the needle on that front is if the countries of the world are no longer invested or participating in 
the centralized banking system. And as we know, virtually every nation on Earth, with the exception of uh, perhaps the BRICS nations and a couple of other uh, nations that have not really been allowed into the uh, the, the global financial system, uh, those are the only ones that don't have central banks. Uh, and the presence of a central bank is almost a surefire indication of some sort of authoritarian crush that's being placed upon the people of that nation, the export of wealth uh, and the transfer of that wealth to third world nations in an effort to kind of homogenize planet Earth and turn the entire Earth into a third world, new world order type structure. Um, But I do think that the Rothschilds are going to continue on. uh, And I think that until the true puppet masters behind them are revealed and the majority of the world rejects the central banking system and the fiat currency system, uh, they will continue to just chug right along. Now, I mentioned Nathaniel Rothschild. Uh, Nathaniel Rothschild, although he is a financier himself, he is not invested in the company in the same way that his father was. In fact, Nathaniel has lost quite a bit of money over the years. And from what I understand, he's also had some problems with uh, heroin uh, and, uh, and, and also some problems with women. His former wife, Annabelle Nielsen, uh, mysteriously passed away back in 2018. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, she was a member of the Red Scarf Club. She was found hung at her home. And very quickly, the police came out and said that uh, this was a suicide. This was not a suspicious death. But Annabelle, 49 years old, she was a beautiful woman. She had a lot of money because she and Nathaniel had divorced. Uh, and uh, she was living in a $4.1 million home. But for some reason, at the age of 49, with a, uh, a long life ahead of her, she decided to hang herself from the doorknob of her bathroom. I just want to say that even when people do that in prison, I find it just a little bit difficult to believe uh, that uh, they they really are the ones that are actually doing the murdering. It's a convenient way for someone to end up dead. This is essentially what happened with Jeffrey Epstein. He hung himself, quote unquote, off of his bed frame. But in order to hang yourself, uh, the only way to do it successfully and ensure that you die quickly is if you you know, stand on something and then jump off so that your neck breaks and you're also unable to untie the noose. Uh, someone who hangs themselves from like a doorknob or a bed frame, it's just way too easy to get out of that situation. However, if you're a person who is murdering someone and you tie a red scarf around their neck and then tie it to a doorknob and just push them down just a little bit, that little bit of pressure is going to be enough to go ahead and cut off the oxygen to them. And then once they're passed out, you can just let go of the body and then they'll slump down and they will, in fact, die. Uh, So Nathan, Nathan, I think, is uh, certainly an interesting character. But as I said, he is embroiled in a variety of scandals over the years. And the reason I bring this up is because You know, in thinking about the power and the influence of the Rothschild family, yes, they have a lot of money. Yes, they're on like a lot of boards and they're doing you know a lot of uh, suspect things. I don't think that the current generation of Rothschilds has the same drive uh, to 
I don't know, rule the world in the same way that the older generation did. Evelyn de Rothschild, who is also now dead. Uh, Jacob de Rothschild, who is now dead. There's a couple of other ones, different branches of the Rothschild's family, and they each have their own little private banking empire. Um, but the living children of Jacob Rothschild and Evelyn de Rothschild uh, are the ones that uh, that we're looking for. Uh Lynn Rothschild, she is the CEO of E.L. Rothschild, which is one of the holding companies, one of the investment companies. And we've spoken about Linda Rothschild before. She had a presence on Twitter. She got called out very publicly in the Anon world. You guys probably remember that. She was also a major fundraiser for Hillary Clinton back in 2008. And she also endorsed John McCain. Isn't that funny? Uh, now, there are a couple of other children of Jacob Rothschild. I believe he has. Uh, here we go. Uh, Nade, oh, is this it? Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember the richest living. Now, these are the, this is just all of the Rothschilds. I know that Nathaniel Rothschild is the sole surviving son outside of Nathaniel uh, of Jacob Rothschild, and he's married to Nikki Hilton. Seems like he's more interested in being a socialite. But of course, you know, he's got a position within the banking empire. Uh, so. I would be looking for Linda Rothschild to step up and perhaps take a more active public role, unless she has been sufficiently scared off after what happened a couple of years ago. Uh, and then, of course, I'm sure everyone remembers that infamous plane crash, which took place directly over the Rothschild compound. Uh, very strange. Very, very strange. Uh, certainly. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Seemed like a rather uh, coincidental thing to be happening, especially at that time with all of the chattering going on about there. Mm. Why does Zach know so much about doorknob murder? Do you not know about the uh, the the Red Scarf Club? Uh, there was a series of killings that took place in uh, the latter years, um, uh, from like 2016 to 2019, something in there. Uh, it included Chester Bennington. Uh, it included Chris Cornell. It included um, the former wife of Nathaniel Rothschild. It included Anthony Bourdain. It included Kate Spade. All of these people, celebrities, and they just happened to die in the exact same way, hanging from a doorknob and also hanging from a red scarf. So, yeah, uh, Jim Kyle says they all die. I hope they like it hot. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> Alabama now says Zach is literally the most interesting man in the world. I don't know. I don't know about that. I just know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff. All right. So now that we've spoken about, well, that might have warmed your heart. I don't know. But uh, this certainly is going to warm your heart. This was one of the most endearing moments that took place over the weekend. I have been a, a fan of uh, Javier Millet, the new president of Argentina. It would appear that President Trump is a fan of him as well. And it appears that Javier Millet is a major fan of Donald Trump. Now, I guess that he gave a speech this weekend at uh, CPAC, and uh, President Trump and Javier Millet were there at the exact same time. Uh, Javier Millet is known as the Lion, of course, uh, making America great again. President Trump, he is the Golden Lion. Look at that hair. Uh, and they happened to have a chance to meet backstage, and I guess it was the first time. I guess it was the first time, and I just have to say, Javier Millet acted in pretty much the same way I feel like I would act if I was to meet President Trump. So let me go ahead and play this for you because it was just so sweet. Here we go. President! He said, Mr. President, 
he looked like he was about to jump out of his skin. He was just going, ran right up to him and grabbed him. It was like, it's such a pleasure for me. Such a pleasure for me. Oh, my God. Yes. And uh, and President Trump, make Argentina great again. Absolutely make Argentina great again. Yeah, I, I would I would love it. I would love it if Javier Millet could be President Trump's vice president. But, you know, obviously he's got to run Argentina. I cannot wait for President Trump to come back into Washington, D.C. and make alliances with all of these great populist nationalist nations, uh, leaders like Javier Millet, who are bringing back a resurgence in true free market economics and allowing the people of these nations to make a living. Right now, we are having a difficult time making a living here in the United States. It could be a lot worse. And believe me, it has been in certain areas and it has been even here in the United States. But you know, there are a lot of people suffering right now, a lot of people suffering greatly, and we got a lot of work to do. President Trump, when you return, sir, we are going to have to clean this place up. So I just wanted to show you guys that because I saw that and it made me smile, just put a big smile on my face. However, ooh, this this story didn't. Um, This was really, really unnecessary and tragic over the weekend. Uh, there was a member of the Air Force who uh, set himself on fire. It's all called self-immolation. And it was to protest, I don't know what, I mean, I guess the fact that the Israelis are fighting back against Hamas. So he has been identified, and he's also passed away. And, you know, they got this picture right here. I mean, there is another picture of self-immolation uh, from history, a Buddhist monk who set himself on fire. Maybe there were multiple Buddhist monks. I know at least one picture just used to it used to haunt me as a child uh, to see a picture of a human being on fire. And I mean, this guy is obviously on fire, but, you know, his whole body isn't on fire. It's just like from the ground up. This is right before he gets completely engulfed. And he was an active duty U.S. Force uh, Air Force member. Uh, carried out this act of self-immolation right in Washington, D.C., directly in front of the Israeli embassy. It was just yesterday that it took place. Uh, the uh, Metropolitan Police Department arrived at the scene. They were called by the Secret Service around 1 p.m. local time. Uh, their original statement said an individual set themselves on fire <clears throat> in front of an embassy in the block. So he has been identified as Aaron Bushnell. And pretty quickly, he was transported to a local hospital by D.C. Fire and Emergency Medical Services. He was in critical condition at that time. Uh, MPD's explosive ordinance disposal has also been requested to the scene in reference to a suspicious vehicle that may be connected to the individual. This remains an active investigation. Uh, they later cleared the vehicle and they said that it, there were um, no additional hazardous materials in there. He also live streamed this on Twitch, and um, I guess they have a copy of the video. It was posted on X with the permission of this kid's family. In the video, uh, he's dressed in his military uniform. He says, I am an active duty member of the United States Air Force, and I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest. But compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it's not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. 
Where's all the rest of them? Why don't they set themselves on fire? He then set himself on fire and shouted, free Palestine. Uh, while he was burning, an officer called out for help with another gun drawn, ordered Bushnell to the ground. I don't God took three firefighters and extinguishers uh, and the arrival of EMTs to quench the flames. Um, so, yeah, he has succumbed to his injuries, I guess. They have the video. I don't know, guys. Uh, I haven't actually watched the video. I don't know that I really want to. Um, number one Indiana dad says, I can't wait to see Fanny's backward dress wearing mugshot. Mohab. Yeah. Kick dreaming. Burning to death. This is like the worst way you could possibly die. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, obviously there's some, this kid wasn't right. All right. You know, it's almost like he joined the Air Force just so that he could engage in some form of extreme protest like this. It accomplishes nothing. Let's just be very clear about that. Um, Israel's not going to stop doing what they're doing because this kid set himself on fire in front of the embassy. The embassy is not going to even say much about it. Uh, Hamas isn't going to stop what they're doing. Uh, it's going to do nothing at all. We just have a dead kid who thought that he was going to get his Internet fame by live streaming himself, setting himself on fire on Twitch. And Twitch is like the worst. <laughs> Twitch is the worst. Why did he choose Twitch? I mean, I guess probably because it's full of leftists. It's the only thing that makes any sense to me. All right. All right. So uh, Jim Kyle says Haley's like a buzzard. She wait. She's waiting for something bad to happen so she can swoop in and pick the carcass clean. Well, Haley is not going to get the chance, unfortunately. We are going to talk about Nikki Haley here in just a moment. Uh, first, though, I wanted to talk about uh, Rana Romney McDaniel. She has finally officially announced her resignation as chair of the RNC. Uh, seven years in this position and seven years virtually of loss after loss after loss for the RNC. Again, if they hadn't spent so much money on first-class plane tickets and limousines and floral arrangements and instead maybe would have put that money into, I don't know, voter lists uh, or perhaps a little bit of research into determining uh, where they would be best served, sending uh, operatives to the ground to to walk, uh, to introduce, to introduce themselves to people, maybe even to get people registered to vote. We could have had a very, very different scenario. But you guys know Ronna Romney McDaniel. She's not interested in helping the Republican Party. She wasn't interested in leading the RNC to victory. I bet you she was interested in collecting a fat check so she could get those fat lips. Doesn't she look like she was just stung by a bee? I mean, it's so unnatural. Ronna McDaniel, you never looked like that before. And you just show up someday with a couple of giant slithering anaconda lips and think that everybody is going to just uh, be totally okay with it? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not okay with it. It looks weird. There's nothing natural about the way she looks. So I know like a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how she was going to be dropping out. Uh, now, it seems like maybe her lips got there before she did. It took her and her brain this long to catch up to the point where she could recognize that, yeah, she was going to be uh, dropping out. So she put her statement out in the New York Times, uh, which is, of course, what you would expect from any deep state operative. Okay. All right, so Vector says, I have a friend who has it done. I, I, I mean, I've known people who've done it too. 
I think there's totally a, a way you can do it so that it doesn't look like you just had a couple of salamis stuffed inside and an uh, and, and empty pantyhose. I mean, like, Ronnie Rum and Daniel looks like it's a salami stuffed in a pantyhose, two on top of each other, slathered in Vaseline. I mean, her lips are, are probably the skin is probably splitting because they filled her up with so much filler. I mean, this look at you can see you can see <laughs> she almost looks like like uh oh gosh what <laughs> what was the those those uh the the caricatures from the 1930s when people would uh, dress up and paint their faces. I can't remember, but it it just it she has this like ring around her lips. It does not look natural. I wonder if it's like starting to get necrotic up here because she's just had too many pokes. But all right, so here's her statement. Some of my proudest accomplishments, accomplishments including firing Nancy Pelosi. I don't know that she had anything to do with that. I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, winning the popular vote in 2022. Um. Winning the popular vote where? I mean, in 2022, it was uh, it was an off cycle election. So you had, you know, elections like all over the place. I, I suppose maybe she's talking about the House specifically uh, creating an election integrity department. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> does that, does anybody have any information about this so-called election integrity department? Why have we heard nothing about it? Why have we not heard anyone come forward and say, hey, I'm a part of the RNC's election integrity department and we're working for you. Haven't heard anyone say that. Building the committee's first small dollar grassroots donor program. I suppose that all of those grassroots small dollar donors are the ones who are donating to Donald Trump. So, again, I don't know that Rana actually did that. Uh, strengthening our state parties through our growing Republican organizations to win program. What a name. What a mouthful. Uh, so I can tell you explicitly that one of the greatest criticisms of Ronna Romney McDaniel was that the national party failed to strengthen the state level races all across the country. Of course, the RNC can put money into whatever they want. Uh, and largely in 2022 and in 2020, they failed to support America first candidates all over the nation. They pretended like they were going to support them. They allowed them to get into the race and then they pulled critical funding at the last possible second, which, of course, uh, happened to J.R. Majewski, not only with the RNC, but also the NRSC and uh, the NRCC. Uh, OK, so. Continuing, uh, she also apparently expanded the party through minority outreach at community centers. I'm not aware of that. Uh, launching bank your vote to get Republicans to commit to voting early. I think, Rana, it would have been a better, much better idea if you would have focused on getting rid of early voting. We need to have Election Day Election Day, which is a national holiday so that everyone comes out and votes on the same day. You can have absentee ballots if you know you're going to be on vacation or something like that. You just you can go ahead and mail that ballot in uh, whenever it's due. But if you are going to be home on the day of Election Day, then Every single company, corporation and small business in America should be closed so that we can send everybody to the polls. But she says, despite all of those things, despite all of that winning, I've decided to step aside at our spring training on March 8th in Houston to allow our nominee to select a chair of their choosing. 
the RNC has historically undergone change once we have a nominee, and it has always been my intention to honor that tradition. Except less than two weeks ago, she just put out a press release saying, bitch, I ain't going nowhere. Well, looks like somebody got the uh, the memo. Uh, now, she's been one of the worst leaders in RNC history. When she took over in 2017, we've had nothing but misery. How many gubernatorial races have we lost? Eight. Count them. Eight. We've lost three Senate seats. We've lost 19 House seats. And we may not have lost a presidential race, but she sure allowed it to be stolen by refusing to stand up for Donald John Trump. Now, worse than that, she has also been completely silent as Republican leaders all across America have given vicious, vicious attacks towards President Trump. The Marxist Democrats attacking President Trump. Nothing from Ronna Romney McDaniel. Not until she has to, when she shows up as a talking head on Fox News or CNN. Also, RNC donations reached an eight-year low under Ronna Romney McDaniel. You know why that is? Because the intelligent Republicans across America recognized that by donating their money directly to the RNC, they were doing a disservice to the people they actually wanted to elect. So we stopped donating to the national party and we started donating directly to the candidates that we wanted to see get into office. That includes Donald Trump. That includes J.R. Majewski. That includes hundreds, if not thousands, of America First candidates all across America. So. Ronda Romney McDaniel, I think that probably the biggest clue to the failure of her leadership was her mismanagement of what little funds the RNC actually had. She spent the money on useless trinkets and extravagances, luxuries. I already mentioned the first class airfare. I already mentioned the uh, um, uh, the limos. I mentioned the floral arrangements. Every single significant financial decision made by the RNC when compared to the DNC shows you that the RNC was not concerned about winning. The DNC was, however, concerned about winning. They knew the power of Trump that they were up against, and they knew that they had to put their cash and their people into the correct resources if they hoped to take that brass ring of power. I don't know if it's just that Ronna Romney McDaniel was a uh, she was a cuckoo. Okay, she was a plant there at the RNC. Perhaps uh, Mitt, her father, had her show up and take over so that you know she could screw the pooch on uh, getting any sort of success out of the organization. Uh, maybe she's just really stupid. Maybe she has no natural ability to lead, or she has no gut instinct when it comes to politics. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is, but all I can tell you is that Rana not, does not need to be anywhere near uh, the uh, the RNC arena or politics at it at all. I sincerely hope she stays out. Go retire, Rana. Retire. Stay out of politics. But chances are pretty good she's probably going to end up running for office someplace, like maybe for her dad's Senate seat. What do you guys think? WinRed is the RNC, yes. And unfortunately, there are some candidates who only get money through WinRed, which is just really too bad. And WinRed, in the same way as uh, uh, the, the the Democrats' uh, complementary organization, which is – I am drawing a blank, you guys. Who is the, um, the, uh, the Democrats' – it's blue something. I can't even remember. Anyways – Somebody's going to know it in the chat, and I just don't want to move on until I see it. 
Act Blue. Thank you, Jixie. Act Blue. Or is it Jixer? It's Jixer. You drive a Jixer. That's right. Um, okay. So, yeah, Act Blue and Win Red, they both do the same sorts of sneaky, underhanded things, like uh, holding on to your name uh, and your identifying information and then making donations in your name um, once they recognize that you're a person who does donate. So uh, they take that money, they funnel it to those uh, those dark candidates that we don't want to elect. Uh, so if you can, in, in any fashion, do not donate through WinRed. Donate directly to the candidate. I wanted to also give a big shout out to uh, a North Carolina county, Union County, uh, because this is a, uh, a, a, a an issue that is close to my heart. I've spoken about the dangers of the ingestion of fluoride on so many occasions. And this is one of those things that used to be considered a conspiracy theory. Uh, that despite the mounds of scientific information, the papers, the data, the studies, people would call you a crazy, kooky conspiracy theorist if you said that it probably wasn't a good idea to drink massive amounts of fluoride in your municipal water. Well, thank God Union County was listening when someone presented them a very clear-cut study that was done, which showed that pregnant women who drank high levels of fluoride resulted in children with lower IQs. I included this study in my master's thesis myself, or maybe it was a different one. I'm not certain, but I would imagine there's probably more than a few of them. So, uh, the Union County commissioners in uh, in in uh, in North Carolina here in Union County have now banned fluoride from being used in their county's water supply. Uh, the county commissioners voted three to two to stop fluoride being injected into their water supply because their residents were concerned about the possible side effects their children would experience from drinking fluoridated water. So before they voted, there were a number of community members who stood up and gave their thoughts on the use of fluoride in the water supply. Uh, Dr. Meg Lockery uh, favored fluoride remaining in the water supply, and she argued that the chemical reduces tooth decay for those who rarely see a dentist. Now, of course, that's a disingenuous argument right there. Um, fluoride, when directly applied to the surface of your teeth, and it has to be sodium fluoride, bonds with the enamel of your teeth and provides a temporary strengthening mechanism to your teeth okay it's it's not going to do anything for your teeth when you put it in the water and you drink it because it doesn't stay on your teeth it instead absorbs into your body and then it messes with the chemical respiration of your body's cells and it even substitutes itself within your cells uh for calcium uh, so it can actually weaken your bones. It can weaken your teeth. Uh, if you ever have seen those white spots on your, uh, uh, on your fingernails or on your teeth, on your teeth, those are, uh, are, are evidence of fluorosis. It's too much fluoride that's in your body. But the leader of the Union County chapter of Moms for Liberty, Abigail Prado, had a very different take. She agrees with me. Millions of pregnant women are currently being exposed to levels of fluoride that have the potential to lower the children's IQ by at least four to six points. Four to six points is significant when you go generation by generation. The loss of a single IQ point translates into a 2% reduction in lifetime economic productivity. Now, this is not a new study, okay? There have been many studies throughout the last 20 years even, uh, and, it ha and, and both here and abroad. But in this particular 
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Particular study, 2019, in the Journal of American Medicine uh, of Pediatrics, fluoride exposure during pregnancy may be associated with adverse effects on child intellectual development, indicating the possible need to reduce fluoride intake during pregnancy. It says nothing about uh, how stupid it makes you after you get out of the womb and then you're drinking water. Uh, from uh, North Carolina Newsline, which is a local outlet, after weeks of often contentious debate, Union County commissioners voted 3-2 to two Monday night to stop adding fluoride to the county's water supply. Water fluoridation has been used by cities for decades to reduce tooth decay. Pediatric dentists told commissioners the practice was not only safe, but it was also essential for those who never or rarely see a dentist. Fluoride also happens to be in every single type of toothpaste that you use. Uh, you can get fluoride wipes at home for your teeth. You can get fluoride mouth rinse. You can get fluoride gel to use at home. Uh, those things, as I said, are going to give you a temporary strengthening of the enamel of your teeth. It is not going to be long-lasting. And it's uh, also not good for you when you ingest it. Now, the other big part about this, and I would love to know, is what type of fluoride was Union County putting in their water? Were they injecting sodium fluoride, which is the same thing that's in uh, your your mouthwash, your, your, your toothpaste, and those sorts of things? Or was it some other chemical variation, uh, a fluoride compound uh, that would allow them to call it fluoride, even though it's not really the same thing? It's like uh, chlorine dioxide when they call that bleach. It's not bleach. It's chlorine dioxide. It's very difficult. Uh, it's very different, rather, uh, when you actually look at the chemical composition of it. And it does something completely different in your body than bleach would do. So fluorine Excuse me. Uh, fluoride ion uh, commonly used in place of sodium fluoride is going to be a hydrofluorosilicic acid. Hydrofluorosilicic acid is a byproduct. It's a waste product, toxic waste, my friends, of the aluminum smelting and phosphate fertilizer industry. They stored in 55 gallon drums. And for years, this stuff was piling up in these 55-gallon drums. The aluminum smelters, they had it. The uh, the the uh, the uh, these various industries, they had all this waste product, and they had nothing they could do with it. Well, so they went to uh, Congress, and they basically got it approved so that they could substitute it for sodium fluoride, uh, even though it's totally different, even though it st- it's damaging inside your body, but it does it does even more damage, uh, and, uh, and, and it does a lot of harm. But for years, they've been putting that into water, m- mostly because it's super cheap. I mean, it's toxic waste. If you were to eat it on its own, you'd die. Uh, if you were to get it on your, your skin, you know, it would be caustic. Uh, but now they don't have to pay to store it anymore. Now they just enter it uh, into the water supply, and, uh, you know, nobody, nobody knows. Nobody's the wiser because they don't really tell you that stuff right off the bat. Um, so the doctor said, I take care of a lot of people who have terrible, terrible dental health. 
Do you think that's because they're not drinking enough fluoridated water? Or do you think that maybe it's because they're not brushing their teeth or maybe they just eat a lot of sugar all day? I mean, take a look at the average American diet. You know, a lot of people are drinking sugary sodas, sugary drinks. Uh, People are eating a lot of food with sugar in them. Uh, Not everybody is flossing their teeth every day. Not everybody are brushing their teeth in the morning and at night or even at lunch. Um, But there is uh, a lot going on here, much, much more to be considered than simply the presence of fluoride or a fluoride-like compound, which you're going to find in your water. So Commissioner David Williams pushed back uh, against the colleagues on the county commission who wanted to keep the fluoride in the water supply. He said there are a number of chemicals that get added to the water, but those chemicals are added to treat the water itself and to make it safe to drink, in some cases, to remove or address odor concerns or drinkability. You know, none of those other chemicals are added to the water to treat us. Fluoride is the one exception. Fluoride is added to the water to treat us, and I think that should give us pause. Now, there is something to be said about a a crushing authoritarian government that wishes for their population to be just smart enough to keep working, but not too smart so that they would stand up and say, hey, something's not right here. And I truly do believe that the introduction of fluoride into the water supply, that was a component of it. So we don't have water in my, excuse me, we don't have fluoride in my local water supply. North Carolina, Union County no longer does either. I've also suggested to you guys that uh, you should go and check to see if your local water supply has fluoride in it. Uh, And if there is fluoride in your water, there is a way to have it removed, uh, to filter it out. You can purchase a whole home water filtration system for a relatively low price. Um, and I know I've talked about the one that we had here on the show, but I mean, uh, we also don't have fluoride in the water. So I'm just like making the water as clean as possible. All right. But you should know, you should know, because obviously it's something that you want to make sure that you are on top of. You don't want to make your kids two to six points stupider. All right. So over the weekend, Donald Trump trounced Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley in her home state of South Carolina within minutes of the polls, within minutes of the polls opening. uh, They knew that uh, the writing was on the wall. And within minutes of the polls closing, they knew 100 percent Donald Trump had already beat Nikki Haley, 61 percent to 39 percent. All 50 delegates going to President Trump. Former President Trump won a resounding victory in South Carolina's GOP presidential primary on Saturday. And this, of course, continues his winning streak. He has won every single contest thus far, be it a primary or a caucus or anything else. This basically puts him in the clear front runner position. And any normal person would understand that and bow out gracefully. However, there's nothing graceful about Nikki Haley. Nimaranta, uh, Hey, Hey, uh, American Patriot 1776 says y'all need to look at EWG tap water database, uh, type in your zip, select your utility, then click others detected. Yes. This is the website that I showed off before. Hold on. Let's go ahead and pull it. EWG, uh, tap water database, tap water. There it is. All right. Somebody give me. A zip code. Somebody give me a zip code. Anybody in the chat, give me a zip code that you want to know. 
Okay, 32277. Dina, good to see you, Dina. All right, here we go. Let me go back to this view. Gosh, okay. All right, so this is for Atlantic Beach Water System. Oh, Jacksonville, Baldwin, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Okay, so uh, you've got uh, a number of different utilities that are served in this area. Uh, oh, gosh, look how many. <laughs> you guys, that's so funny. All right, so Dina, I think that the Atlantic Beach water system is probably what you were looking at. So look at that. Four contaminants detected. Uh, you've got 16 total contaminants that have been found in your water. This is what they are. Um, wow. And they all exceed the guidelines by tens of times. Uh, halios, haloacetic acids. Uh, these cause cancer 159 times the recommended dosage. Uh, this particular utility has 15.9 parts per billion. The EWG health guideline for haleocytic acids are 0.1 parts per billion, and the legal limit is 60 parts per billion. Look at that. The recommended dosage is far less than what the legal limit allows. That means that the government knows that likely you are getting cancer from all of the junk that you're drinking on a daily basis. All right. You also have uh, another haleocytic acid. 417 times the uh, health guideline. You have radium. <clears throat> wow. Uh, 25 times the uh, recommended guidelines. And uh, total trihalomethanes, which also cause cancer. All of these four contaminants cause cancer. 226 times the recommended dosage. Now, there's an interesting thing down here in Florida. Um it looks like reverse osmosis removes all of these contaminants. Uh, activated carbon only removes a few of them. Ion exchange are, is only going to remove some of them as well. The thing about reverse osmosis is that it's obviously going to remove any mineral content from the water. So if you have a reverse osmosis system, trust me, the water tastes great, but you're going to want to have some sort of a remineralization filter that's going to put some of the good stuff in there that you want to have. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and pass out this uh, website, you guys, because this is obviously something that everybody needs to be checking out. Uh, <clears throat> there you go. So, yeah, check those out, guys, and let me know. Let me know what you find, um, because it just might save your life. I know that the idea of having to buy filters for your water, uh, you know, it's maybe a bit of a turnoff. But I'll tell you what's a real turnoff is getting cancer and dying at a young age. I have a, a friend from high school that I just she's my age. I just learned that uh, she's got cancer. She's got, of course, a fast acting cancer. And uh, I don't know if she still smokes, but we both used to smoke a uh, long time ago. Uh, we I, she was my roommate after after high school. And um, I also presided over her wedding. And it's crazy to me to think that people my age are already dying from cancer. I know that it's happening, but, uh, you know, the worst thing that I've had to endure so far is people I know committing suicide. Now I've got people I know who are dying of cancer. It's insane. <sighs> but I mean, what am I, I shouldn't be surprised about it. I mean, everybody's drinking cancer causing uh, agents, in pretty much every sip of everything they're drinking. <sighs> but thank God I have a water filtration system. All right. So, Getting back to Nikki Haley. 
Nikki Haley, of course, is not going anywhere. She's staying in the race. She has vowed to stay in the race until Super Tuesday. She spent almost $80 million not winning a single race up until this point. You've still got deluded individuals on Twitter. I don't know if they're bots. I don't know if they're getting paid, but they continue to support Nikki Haley and trash Donald Trump any chance they get. I hope they delete their accounts when this is all said and done because they will never be part of the America First movement. Uh, and I'm certain that they're probably going to re-register as a Democrat when all is said and done. But one of the largest donors to Nikki Haley's campaign, yet another major donor, last one to drop out was Reed Hoffman. Now Charles Koch has read the writing on the wall. He said he's no longer going to be pouring any money into her campaign. He said, I don't bet on a losing horse. He didn't really say that, but I said that because it sounds like the kind of thing Charles Koch would say. Um, <clears throat> so... After the uh, the reported loss over the weekend, uh, there was an there was an email that came out from Americans for Prosperity. The CEO's name is Emily Seidel, uh, and their political division, AFP Action, is no longer going to be funding Nikki Haley. She has made it clear she will continue to fight, and we wholeheartedly support her effort, just not with our money. But given the challenges in the primary states ahead, we don't believe any outside group can make a material difference to widen her path to victory. Well, I am happy to see somebody getting just a a little bit of sense about them. If Donald Trump is at the top of the Republican ticket, the risk of one party rule by a Democrat state captured by the progressive left is severe and would do irreparable damage to the country. Why do people continue to say this? Why do people believe if the vast majority of America wants Donald Trump back in the White House, doesn't that indicate to you that they also want a different sort of leadership in their state houses and in the Senate? Uh, And, you know, even locally, we've got Democrats and the radical left agenda being rejected all across America. They tried it with with district attorneys and county attorneys, and that has largely failed. Those people are being sent packing. I think the same thing is happening in uh, the state houses and in Congress, and uh, we're going to be doing the same thing with the White House. So I, I, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. This is not going to be uh, Donald Trump living alone on an island In Washington, D.C., with the rest of the nation being ruled over by Democrats, that just it seems like a fairy tale to me. Okay. Um, So um, the death of Alexander Navalny. Uh, it was uh, very quickly pounced upon by political factions all across America uh, to blame both the Republicans and, of course, Donald Trump for his death. Um, need I remind you, Alexander Navalny was an opposition leader in Russia. He was more than just an opposition leader, however. He was actively soliciting funds from a foreign intelligence agency to begin his own color revolution, much like the West financed in Ukraine back in 2014. Alexander Navalny's uh, 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 head aide was caught on video by Russian intelligence. I believe they're called the FSB. 
And uh, he was speaking with an MI6 agent, uh, actively soliciting money and planning out a color revolution to get people out into the streets uh, to protest against Vladimir Putin and then to overthrow him and place uh, Alexei Navalny into a position of power. Well, the death of Alexei Navalny uh, was, of course, shrouded in a little bit of mystery because he died in a uh, Siberian gulag. Uh, it was reported by uh, many different sources that uh, Navalny was either killed by the Russian government or maybe Navalny was killed by the American government in an effort to blame the Russian government. But it turns out that everyone was wrong. It wasn't Donald Trump. It wasn't the spooks here in America. It wasn't the Russian FSB. No, the Ukrainian Defense Intelligence Agency leader, uh, Kirilko Budanov, has now made public statements yesterday to suggest that he believes Navalny uh, has died of natural causes. He died uh, because of a blood clot, a blood clot which likely could have come from the jab. I mean, if Navalny was a uh, hero of the modern-day left, and maybe he was uh, also a fan of Pfizer or some other similar company. So he said, I may disappoint you, but as far as we know, he has indeed died as a result of a blood clot. That means no one can blame his death on anyone. And the political expediency of using the death of an opposition leader who had been placed in a Siberian gulag by the Russian Federation, well, you know, that tool has uh, has simply slipped from the grasp of every political operative in the West and, of course, in any other country. So Navalny was Russia's most prominent political opposition leader. He was the presidential candidate at one time. Uh, he was a vocal critic of Vladimir Putin. Uh, he survived an assassination attempt, they say, by the Russian state in 2020. Uh, in laboratory testing, they found that he had been exposed to a nerve agent called Novichuk, uh, and that's exclusively used by Russians in political assassinations. However... If you know that the Russians kill people in a certain way, how easy would it be to just develop some of that yourself and use it to kill whomever you want and then blame it on the Russians? That makes a lot of sense to me. So Navalny later claimed that he had fooled a Russian intelligence agent into telling him that the Putin regime had given orders to poison him with Novichok, which, uh, of course, placed the chemical in his underwear. Uh, he was immediately arrested when he returned to Russia after the Novichok incident, and he remained in prison under these corruption charges until his death in February. Uh, now, shortly before his death, he disappeared within the prison system for two weeks. He likely resurfaced in December, uh, just recently after uh, he died, and uh, he was never heard from again. His last public statement was a message joking to his supporters that he had become the new Father Frost. I guess that's the Russian folk hero version of Santa Claus because he was, of course, in an Arctic prison. Now, uh, his family has said that Russian officials uh, blamed his death on sudden death syndrome. Now we're learning that it was actually a blood clot. Sudden death syndrome, blood clots, both are connected to the jab. And, of course, I don't think they're going to tell us that Navalny took the jab. Um, but I think that it's worth suggesting uh, that's a very real possibility. The United States of America is not the only place where people got the jab. Uh, I think I even read that Vladimir Putin took the jab. I don't know. I'm not certain. Um, but either way, 
the 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 clever political usage of Navalny's death uh, can stop from here on out. However, Nikki Haley, as I said, is one of those people uh, who has blamed Donald Trump for the death of Navalny. Now, you know, he, the the, uh, the assassination, the so-called assassination took place in 2020, and then uh, he returned to Russia. Russia arrested him, and Donald Trump was in the midst of a, a contentious political battle. Was he supposed to stop his attempt to win the presidential election and uh, maintain election security here in the United States to meddle in the affairs of a foreign nation? I think not. Uh, I don't think that that's uh, reasonable to say. Um, but Nikki Haley has, on a number of occasions, said uh, that Donald Trump must answer for the death. I don't know how she expects him to answer for the death. She said the only comment he's going to make about Navalny is not hitting Putin for murdering him. Instead, he's going to compare himself to Navalny. Uh, Donald Trump could have condemned Vladimir Putin for being a murderous thug. Why would he do that when there was no evidence to suggest that Putin had murdered Navalny? Only the word of people like you, Nikki Haley. Uh, It just doesn't make any sense. These people are so desperate. They're willing to say and do whatever it is that they think they need to do to convince the people of the world that they have the moral high ground when the exact opposite is true. Um, You know who does have the moral high ground? Donald John Trump. Donald Trump has the moral high ground. Now, I reported on this GoFundMe fundraiser that had been set up uh, by Grant Cardone's wife for Donald Trump um, a week or so ago, just after the the verdict was announced uh, in this New York civil case. And I got to say, there is, I have a little apprehension about this GoFundMe. Number one, the last I checked, there was no beneficiary for this uh for this GoFundMe. Let me check. Yeah, it does not actually say that the beneficiary is Donald Trump. Uh and, and I, I find that just a little bit troubling because that means that Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, his wife can raise all this money. Now mind you, she's a billionaire herself already. Um I just I find it a little bit I find it a little bit distasteful that a billionaire is asking for money for Donald Trump to pay his legal bills. I understand Donald Trump wouldn't have done this, probably. But if she's asking for the money for Donald Trump, why doesn't it have Donald Trump or perhaps, I don't know, his company or something like that set up as a beneficiary? Like the way GoFundMe works, legally, she could just take the money and run and she wouldn't have to do it. I think that Elena and Grant Cardone could probably pay for Donald Trump's legal fees and all of that if they wanted to, simply because they're both very, very wealthy individuals. But we're in a very difficult time now. Donald Trump is running uh, a presidential campaign, uh, and he's being forced to to dive into that money, which we've given him to run for president. And he's being forced to use that to pay for his legal bills and now these outrageous uh, fees that he is being asked to pay. But now that that uh, that fund that fundraising effort has now reached one million two hundred fifty four thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. I would like to see Elena Cardone update this. Uh, Wow. Someone donated ten thousand dollars. Holy jeez. I bet you're probably going to see quite a few of those. But I'm uh, man, this is uh, this is a this is a 
a lot of money that has been raised so far on this in, in a week, $1.25 million. Now, it's it's a long way to go before you get to $355 million. Uh, and obviously, it's getting more by the day uh, because Letitia James uh, is actually – She's actually like publicizing every single day how much additional interest she and the state of New York are adding on to President Trump's bills. $114,553.01. Can, can you imagine? I mean, that's more than most of us make in a single year. And they're charging him that every single day. So now that $355 million is now up to $464 million. $805,336.70. Letitia James is is basically out there boasting every single day, uh, telling her supporters and the people who hate Donald Trump, hey, look at this, I'm really sticking it to Donald Trump. Uh, and of course, this is something that I don't think he'll ever have to pay back. But as we discovered last week, after we dove into the actual court filings, uh, Judge Ngoran has uh, essentially placed a provision in there which requires Donald Trump to pay what he owes before he can actually pay for that appeal. Well, at least we had thought because apparently he was successfully able to file that appeal earlier today. Uh, and Judge Letitia James, excuse me, Judge Ngoran and Letitia James working together to try to destroy Donald Trump. It looks like maybe he has been able to work his way around what they've done to him. So that $435 million that she had mentioned earlier, uh, I'm not certain that that number is going to stick at all. But Donald Trump is uh, now facing the appeals process, and I don't think that he or the Trump children are going to have to pay anything at all. Uh, so the former president's lawyers filed notices on Monday asking the state's mid-level appeals court to overturn this ruling by Judge Arthur and Gorin uh, and to reverse the staggering penalties that threatened to wipe out President Trump's cash reserves. Uh, lawyers wrote in court papers they're asking the appeals court to decide whether Ngoran committed errors of law and or fact and whether he abused his or discredited uh, and act or acted in excess of his jurisdiction. I think that all of those things are absolutely true. Um, as we showed, the standard of guilt that they used was not the correct standard of guilt as should have been used in that particular case because there was no victims in this case. Uh, there were no damages that they could point to. Uh, this is just an opportunity for Gorin and Letitia James to strip President Trump of all of his money. Um, <clears throat> okay, Missy Brash says, I hope L.A. tits up and joins her 15 minutes. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> is that Letitia? <laughs> Litigious James. Yes, I hope that Letitia James L.A. tits. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't know if you did that on purpose or if it it changed the spelling for you as you sent it, but it's hilarious nonetheless. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Yes. So. Uh, Oh, my way. You know, here's the thing is that I think that they probably had a couple of different directions that they could go. Um, And, uh, you know, prosecutorial misconduct on the on the on behalf of Letitia James. 
Uh, definitely. All right. But Judge Arthur and Gorin, you know, incorrect application of the law. I think that clearly he's acting in a uh, malicious fashion as well. Uh, certainly he is uh, he's not adhering to the law in the way that he should. So we'll see what happens. I think Donald Trump's going to win this on appeal. I'm not worried about him paying that four hundred thirty five million dollar uh, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh yes, on purpose. Okay, she did it on purpose. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's funny stuff. All right, now this story—if this—if this teaches you anything, guys, this should show you that uh, there are different factions to the deep state. Um, Jeb Bush and the Bush family, I would firmly place them within the ranks of the deep state. Uh, obviously. The Bush family, they got those letters at uh, Poppy's funeral, and uh, there may be something else going on there. Perhaps Donald Trump uh, owns these guys in one fashion or another. Uh, maybe that's what he wrote in those letters, like, I own your ass. <laughs> I know who your dad was. <laughs> You're mine. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. We all don't know. <laughs> But Jeb Bush is actually speaking out on behalf of President Trump. Um, and this is a logical argument that's being made here. All right. So he warns that the weaponization of the government against Donald Trump and now also Elon Musk, it poses a grave threat to free enterprise and business here in America. Well, you know, no doubt. I think that's pretty obvious. Everybody knows that. We've got 91 bogus lawfare indictments against President Trump, over $600 million in penalties that he's being told he has to pay. And uh, it is enough to make an honest businessman or woman pause, certainly before they choose to do business in New York and even in the United States of America. You know, why would you want to be a small or even a large or medium sized business owner here in the United States if uh, you vote the wrong way and the political party who's in power sends all of the attack dogs out to get you, even though you've done nothing wrong? So. The former former Florida governor, Jeb Bush, along with Joe Lonsdale, who is the co-founder of Palantir opposite Peter Thiel, published an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal this weekend, and they condemned the politicized treatment uh, of Donald Trump, the, the activist uh, prosecutors and courts that are targeting cons conservative leaders for their own political gain. I mean, this is not supposed to happen in, Mer in America. Joe Lonsdale, I guess, gave an interview with CNN, and he said the whole system right now is being weaponized and it's scary and it's wrong this is what happens in emerging markets this is not what happens in great countries like america and we need to stop it <laughs> he's not wrong he's absolutely right the only problem is that this has happened in america for a long time it's just donald trump is the most high profile example of it i mean think about Icons of, of the past where this has happened. I mean, they basically destroyed Nikola Tesla. They just drove him into uh, poverty and then they stole all of his inventions after he died. Um, Stan Meyer, uh, I'm not certain if it was the government that killed him or if it was one of the uh, big three automakers. But Stan Meyer invented an electric, uh, excuse me, a water powered car. And uh, they certainly killed him. The water powered car never came out. Uh, you know, now they're trying to push uh, batteries on us in the form of electric vehicles. That's failing. 
Uh, my friend Lauren Fix is going to be coming on the show again here in the next couple of weeks, and we've got lots of news to talk about in the electric car industry, or the nascent electric car industry. It's pretty much dead at this point. So Jeb Bush warning the uh, American people that the government's weaponization against Donald Trump and Elon Musk is posing a grave threat to the rule of law against the United States of America. Well, obviously, I mean, this is what we've been talking about for years at this point. You know, I am surprised. I am surprised pleasantly to see that someone like Jeb Bush is stepping forward. Jeb Bush is like the very definition of a yes man. He's the guy who just nods his head. You guys remember Jeb Bush on the campaign trail? There was nothing funnier than Jeb Bush and Donald Trump going head to head. We got to watch. <laughs> we got to we got to watch uh, Donald Trump and Jeb Bush. Okay. Oh, where is it? Um, the good one. Where's the good one? Honey, what's his name? Um, oh, Jeb's a mess. <laughs> Hang on. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Okay, we don't have time to watch the 53-minute version. Okay. Um, we don't even have time for the 13-minute version. Okay, let's watch the, the cringest. <laughs> okay, no, hold on. This one. Candidates on the stage select on their standing in five national polls, and tonight they are facing off, answering the questions you want asked. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, we need to build a wall, and it has to be built quickly. We need to keep illegals out. These are total killers. These are not the nice, sweet little people that you think, okay? All right. All right. Enough. <laughs> Mr. Trump. The stupid leaders of the United States need Jeb to build a wall. <laughs> we. 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 We need a wall. And it has to be built quickly. And when you'd say that you know what? we can't do anything right. And they need somebody like me to build a wall. Because our leaders are stupid. We need to keep illegals out. Senator Rubio. So these are important issues and we should address it. It's a serious problem. It's a serious problem that needs to be addressed. And 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 and, 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 and otherwise we're going to keep killings, murders, crime, drugs pouring across the border, our money going out, and the drugs coming in. <laughs> we need to build a wall. The twenty the twenty sixteen debates were the best, the best. Okay, where is the jet? I guess maybe this is it. This this is the standard operating procedure to disparage me. That's fine. I don't know. Excuse me, Jeb. Jeb is a big fat mess. Okay, Governor uh, Bush. I got to respond to this. The reason why I should be president is great question. The reason why I should be president, I feel like I have to... Um... Excuse me. Two days ago, he said, 
he would take his pants off and moon everybody. Nasty guy. He's a nasty guy. Jeb is a nasty guy. I want to tell you, I don't often agree with Marco, and I don't often agree with Ted, but I get along with everybody. But I say this every night, every day, every afternoon, and it's so true. Jeb is a mess. <laughs> Jeb is a waste. Jeb is a big, fat mess. <laughs> Jeb is a big fat mess. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Oh my God. This is why I wanted debates this time around, guys. I really wanted Donald Trump to go head to head with these people and, uh, and, and tell them exactly what he thought of them. Real quick. Uh, before we continue with the show, I got to give a shout out to the sponsors on the last half of the show. First of all, my friends at onenessdrops.com, oneness drops chlorine dioxide kits. You can get parts A and B. You mix them together through the miracle of chemistry. They combine and they create chlorine dioxide, which is antibacterial, antimicrobial, antiviral. It will make unsafe water clean to drink. Needless to say, chlorine dioxide is often added at your municipal water supply uh, instead of chlorine because it's safer to drink. It has a whole bunch of benefits that you might want to look up on your own. But when you go to onenessdrops.com, use code RP78, and you'll get 15% off every single order every time you order. Uh, of course, also my friend Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. Use code RP78 there to get up to 80% off of Mike's amazing American-made products, everything for your bathroom, everything for your bedroom. Uh, now it looks like apparently everything for your medicine cabinet, too. They've got a supplement store and a whole bunch of other things at my store. But you can go the uh, the route of getting the MyPillow or the MyPillow 2.0, or they have even like a super MyPillow, uh, the slippers, the bathrobes, uh, the beach towels, uh, the bath towels, uh, whatever it might be. Everything there is made in America. Everything there is uh, completely American, and it will benefit not only this podcast, but it will also benefit Mike's efforts to uh, create election integrity here in the United States. And then finally, my partners over here at Prepare with Red Pill 78, My Patriot Supply, where you can get $60 off a four-week supply of emergency food, uh, breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, uh, over 2,000 calories a day per person. This four-week supply of food you can keep uh, in its container. It'll store for 25 years. Uh, it is uh, some pretty tasty food for uh, uh, survival food. I've eaten MREs. Uh, I've eaten all kinds of nasty stuff that comes out of a bag. But I'll tell you what, I would actually eat my Patriot Supply if the world wasn't even ending. But, you know, I bought it for that reason. So definitely go to preparewithredpill78.com. And just in case the world uh, happens to end or we have some sort of uh, ish hitting the fan, you'll be able to continue to feed your family. You'll be able to sleep well at night, and you'll also be able to make clean, safe drinking water. So thank you very much to all three of them. I sincerely appreciate it. <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit about the updates on President Trump's other cases. Alvin Bragg 
is asking the judge in the Stormy Daniels payoff case to gag President Trump before this, quote, hush money trial even starts. I'm surprised this one is actually going to trial, because if you'll remember when the indictment came out, everyone was asking, where's the crime? What's the crime that President Trump actually committed here? Number one, Indiana Dead says, I started last week using the one that drops for all my hydration, which is normally 160 ounces a day. Mohap. Yes, I had somebody ask me about uh, what I said about putting chlorine dioxide in the animal's water. Uh, you need to figure out the ratio based upon the weight of the animals. Uh, you could do essentially uh, 0.1%. You can do up to 0.2%, I believe, and there are uh, dilution systems that you can get in a chart. It'll show you how much you add to how much water. One drop is, uh, well, you know, for one drop of chlorine dioxide, it's going to be two drops uh, of, of this, one of each, and uh, and you can figure out how much it's going to be. So you can do that, uh, or there are other products out there that make it even easier. But so the statement uh, from the uh, prosecutors in this filing say Trump has a long history of making public and inflammatory remarks about the participants in various judicial proceedings against him, including jurors, witnesses, lawyers and court staff. I've never heard Donald Trump say anything about jurors. Never once have I heard Donald Trump talk about jurors. I mean, he's being persecuted by the, the staff. He's being persecuted by the, the prosecutors. He's being persecuted by the judges. He should be able to say whatever the hell he wants. Texan by birth uh, says, thank you, Zach. Always Kelly. Kelly, it's good to see you. Kelly was uh, one of the people that I met there at the GART in Cocoa Beach. Um, Kelly and, uh, you know, Kelly, I, I, I mean, you are, I believe you said that you're, I don't remember where you live. If you live here or if you live in Texas, I'm trying to remember now. But we just had a meetup of uh, of Badlanders uh, over the weekend in Lakeland, Florida. And this is a group now that everybody has, like, gotten together. It's not open to uh, new members. Uh, but if you know someone who attended, they can actually help you get into the group so then you can come to the next one. I don't really know what the process is, but if anybody wants to reach out, I can try to forward your information on. Thank you very much, Kelly. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. So uh, obviously the reason they want to shut President Trump down is because they don't want him to be able to use this as he's running for president. Uh, of course, if he talks about it, it resonates with people and uh, the, the voters understand that this is just another sham effort to silence him uh, and to put him away or take all of his money before he has the opportunity to become president. So Alvin Bragg is going to attempt to shut him down. Now, we got some big news about Fannie Willis over the weekend, and I talked about this a little bit on Saturday, um, but there is a little bit more that's come out. This today is actually new. Remember, we've spoken on a number of different occasions about the connections between the district attorney's office in Fulton County and the White House. Uh, Joe Biden, his personal attorney there in the White House, the White House counsel, had met on a number of occasions with Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis. Uh, they had done either long distance meetings or they had actually gone to Washington, D.C., or they came down to Georgia to meet with them in Fulton County. But obviously, any sort of coordination between the White House and the district attorney's office that is persecuting Donald Trump is a troubling introduction to this story. It shows you just, again, how desperate the White House and Joe Biden and his puppet masters are to destroy Donald Trump. 
Well, it's gone a step further, guys. We've now gotten confirmation that Joe Biden's administration planted an operative, a man by the name of Jeff DeSantis, not D-E, but D-I, in Fannie Willis's office. And his job was to target Donald John Trump. This is a Democratic operative that was placed inside the Fulton County District Attorney's office so that they could better go after Donald Trump. Multiple sources that are familiar with the Fulton County District Attorney's office have come forward and spoken with Breitbart News. Now, if the Biden admin has planted this operative, as the sources are saying, it presents a fairly strong argument that this administration has interfered in the 2024 presidential administration on top of all of the other convincing arguments as to how the Biden regime has interfered in the 2024 presidential election. This is another one that is just a step above. So one significant thing that we need to learn, uh, the anonymity of the Uh, The anonymity of the people inside the Fulton County District Attorney's Office is paramount. Obviously, they are afraid of retribution. I mean, the White House has gone after the political opposition, placed an operative in a district attorney's office in Georgia and used it to coordinate a political hit job. But sources that have direct knowledge of the way things work inside the district attorney's office characterize the day to day running of Fulton County as one word. Corrupt. I don't know how else you could put it, but a figure that's overlooked in the Fulton County scandal uh, with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade uh, is the man by the name of Jeff DeSantis. He is the county's deputy district attorney, and he's got professional experience that is far greater than the average county employee. Jeff DeSantis worked on Fannie Willis's 2020 campaign, and he was the former executive director of the Democrat Party of Georgia. Now, he's got extensive knowledge of campaign finance law, but he was also the deputy director of compliance for the DNC. This is his official bio from the website. Jeff has also worked for candidates in 30 states running for a variety of offices, including president of the United States, United States senator, governor, United States representative, attorney general, district attorney and mayor, as well as for a national political party committee. He has served as a campaign manager, media consultant, pollster, press spokesman, research director and policy advisor. Now, sources credit DeSantis with colluding with the White House with a specific aim of targeting Donald Trump. DeSantis did this. This is a direct quote coming from one of these anonymous sources who work inside the Fulton County District Attorney's Office, who on the condition of anonymity have chosen not to come forward. Because if the White House can destroy the political opposition in 10 different uh, jurisdictions all across the country, what is the White House going to do to a lowly employee inside the Fulton County District Attorney's Office? Probably kill them because that's just easier than having to sick the entirety of the Department of Justice on them. He's the one. He's the one pulling the strings, they said. He was the one that walled Fannie Willis off. He was in every important meeting. He is the brainchild behind this. That is the connection to the White House. Now, 
citing deep history and connections to the Democrat Georgia machine. Other sources have said they are 100 percent certain that DeSantis is that inside man planted inside the Fulton County District Attorney's Office by the Biden regime. DeSantis is the one pulling the strings on this whole thing. Everybody heard Fannie testify. It's no secret that she's not smart. (laughs) This is how she sounds and acts every day of the week. Anyone that has common sense knows that the White House has been involved in this prosecution. Amen. This shouldn't just miraculously happen. Of course, Willis is not going to prosecute the former president of the United States without the current administration's approval. Sources have also speculated that Jeff DeSantis was instrumental in selecting grand jurors for the Trump case based on voter registration data. Look, it gets nastier. He's going to know, you know, the data in Georgia. He's the former head of the state Democrat Party. Jeff has the sauce. One source said there's not one conservative person on that grand jury. Is anyone here surprised? Sources have also revealed that Jeff DeSantis was a member of Fannie Willis's transition team after she won the election in November of 2020. She also helped Wade select employees for that new office. DeSantis was there in the capacity to be a political strategist, hiding in the DA's office. Uh, Now, also another report from the district attorney's office says Wade is a prosecutor on the Trump case and he selected the office employees. Wade made the decisions to hire or fire Uh, employees in the district attorney's office following Willis's election victory in November 2020 and the revelation of Wade's previously unreported position as the former personnel decision maker for the district attorney's office raises a whole host of additional ethical and conflict of interests concerns. It also raises questions about whether Wade and Willis have been forthright about the timeline of their reported affair. I think we all know they have not been forthright. Sources have also described that one-on-one interviews behind closed doors with Willis and Wade, uh, who was too invested to be just a friend, uh, said that Willis uh, is uh, clearly uh, having an affair with him. One year before Willis launched her probe into Trump, DeSantis would have known about it, and perhaps he came to her and suggested, I know you're having an affair with Nathan Wade. I know that this is an unethical thing to do. We can make it all go away. All you have to do is be the public face of the effort to destroy Donald Trump and never say that the White House had anything to do with it. Now, of course, the district attorney's office, Fannie Willis and anybody else associated with that place is not commenting. They are not interested in speaking about this at all. Uh, and that also has likely quite a bit more to do with it because it also was revealed over the weekend that Donald Trump's legal team has Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis's private cell phone data. If you'll remember when Nathan Wade was on the stand, the lawyer for President Trump asked him if his cell phone data would reveal that he had visited Fannie Willis's private residence uh, quite a few more times than he had been willing to admit up until that point, would it be wrong? And Nathan Wade said, of course, it would be wrong because he didn't think that anybody was going to get his private cell phone data or his text messages. Well, guess what? They have all of them. We can now place Nathan Wade as having visited Fannie Willis's private residence 
hundreds of times, perhaps over a thousand times before they were supposed to have begun their affair. We can also see times where Nathan Wade showed up for a booty call late at night and then left around four in the morning. Let me just say, guys, having worked in a number of different environments, you don't call someone over who works for you at 1130 at night and then speak with them about TPS reports until four in the morning before you have them shuttle off back to the office. Nobody is working at that time. The only way people are going to be meeting together like that is if they're engaged in some sort of a clandestine affair. Now, President Trump allowed his lawyers to release this over the weekend in the form of a court filing. So it was on record. It was there for the whole world to see. And he held off on making a public statement. However, he did end up responding, and it's the same type of righteous fury that you would expect a man like Donald Trump uh, to reveal once it was revealed that Fannie and Nathan had been caught lying under oath. So we have the geo-tracking location for Nathan Wade. He made 35 visits to Fannie Willis's neighborhood before he was hired, and the lead prosecutor, of course, was there at the time. This puts both of them in the category of disqualification. Uh, and, of course, Team Trump is thankfully uh, to, uh, to thank for that. Now, what's funny to me, what's really funny to me, is that they use the 2,000 mules method to, to trap Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis in this way. They probably bought their cell phone data publicly, uh, in totally legally, and they used the geo tracking location. Like they did the geo fencing to say, how often does this device come into this area? And then also to get the times for it. I just find that to be rather hilarious. Uh, that the very method that caught the mules on election day in 2020 is now the same method that has proven Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade to have lied under oath and uh, likely need to make them disqualified from this case or anything having to do with the efforts to destroy President Donald Trump. They both testified in court that they started their relationship only after Nathan Wade had been appointed to lead the Trump election interference case. Once again, they have been proven wrong. This, my friends, is perjury. You really can't put it any other way. So President Trump slammed the lawsuit. He argued that the case should be dismissed immediately. This was his statement. Based on the fact that District Attorney Fannie Willis and her lover were together long prior to the filing of their fake lawsuit against me and many other innocent people, Despite their sworn testimony to the contrary, this case must be determined as over and no further force or effect. Among other things, in close coordination and conjunction with the Department of Justice and White House, numerous eight-hour meetings between the Biden people and them in D.C., this case was all about stealing close to $1 million for Lover Wade and election interference, whereby a vicious and heinous attack is made on crooked Joe Biden's political opponent. This has never happened in the USA, and it is the stuff of third world countries and banana republics. Fannie Willis, likely, and Nathan Wade both, are likely not only going to be kicked off this case, 
They're also luckily, likely to be disbarred in the state of Georgia. But that's fine. It's going to give them more time to hang out together. Maybe they can move, I don't know, to another state and, 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 uh, and take the bar exam there. So, of course, Donald Trump commented on the geofenced information. Fannie Willis now has also commented on this cell phone data. Uh, and her excuse as to why the geolocation data is incorrect. It defies uh, logic, okay? It uh, stretches the credulity of assertions to her intelligence. Uh, <laughs> as that member of the district attorney's office said, you heard her on the stand. She is not smart. Well, she may be stupider than we previously thought. Um, let's see. KZ434 says, I'm optimistic. Well, what I'm looking at when I make those statements is the precedence as been uh, uh, as it's been shown in cases all across the country. People have gotten kicked off for far less, but perjury by a lawyer is immediately a disbarment. Uh, this is this. This is not going to be a political organization that makes the decision. Uh, this is going to be the Georgia State Bar. And Fannie Willis and Nathan Way both have brought shame upon uh, the position of lawyers. I mean, many of them act shamefully at the outset, but this is a particularly heinous action that they've presented here. So, yeah, you may think that I'm optimistic, but I'm just looking at what has happened to past lawyers and past judges that have been put into this position. Uh, I mean, I've talked I talked about that one case where the judge and the prosecutor were sleeping together. They had like a 10 year relationship. They never told anybody. And then she presided over hundreds of cases underneath that judge. And she was Underneath them later on, too. So when that finally came out, every single one of those cases, uh, whether those people were guilty or not, had to be reopened. They all had to get new trials with a new judge, with a new lawyer, uh, and excuse me, with a new prosecutor. And uh, and it's likely that many of them are not even going to get new trials. They're just going to be set free. And uh, that's a real shame. So, you know, just take a look at what these these sorts of uh, ethical breaches have done to cases and to the careers of prosecutors in years past. The, the, the other aspect of this is that it's so public, so public. And I just don't think that President Trump's legal team is going to allow this to drop. Uh, think about what they would do to Alina Haba. If Alina Haba had been found to be sleeping with one of Donald Trump's co-defendants, they would immediately take it up as an ethical consideration. Uh, we still have the investigation being completed by the Georgia State Senate uh, over and above. I mean, there's like four different investigations into Fannie Willis. We are only right now talking about the efforts that are taking place in this particular courtroom uh, that President Trump is is fighting against this case. Um, we're, we're going to see a lot more investigations. Uh, so, you know, don't hold your breath, I suppose, but... I feel really good about this, guys. I have to be honest. All right. So Fannie Willis is now trying to exclude the evidence that I just mentioned. Uh, she responded to the court filing, uh, suggesting that her cell phone data uh, was not correct, that they never lied, her and Nathan Wade, and that their romantic relationship is exactly as they had previously characterized it. So 
Uh, the authorities in this case have geotracked Nathan Wade, and they found him making at least 35 visits to Fannie's neighborhood before he was hired as the lead prosecutor. Nathan Wade appeared to have made at least 35 visits to the Hapeville neighborhood where Fannie Willis was living before the district attorney hired him to lead Fulton County's election interference prosecution. Now, don't forget, we have a witness who lived with Fannie Wade who suggested that as far back as 2019, Nathan was popping over for a little bump and grind, and it was quite obvious that they were in a sexual relationship. They were acting as boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, Jim Kyle says, Memo 618. Wink, wink. I'm not sure I get the reference. You're going to have to uh, spell it out for me, Jim. Um, let me see. So, uh, this was the same location that Yurdy Willis, was it Yurdy Williams? Is that her name? Well, Yurdy was her, her name, uh, had testified to that he was coming to visit Fannie at where she was residing uh, before he was hired in 2021. So Trump's lawyers relied on data collected from Wade's cell phone and cell phone tower transmissions to track his movement. Let me also say that this particular geo-tracking information, this is enough uh, to uh, to convict people in court in criminal cases. I mean, you've had people convicted of murder because their cell phone pinged near a tower where a body was found. I mean, of course, there has to be a little bit more. I mean, they're connected to the person in some way, shape or form. But there may be no body. There may be no forensic evidence. All you have is a dead body. <clears throat> I guess there is a body. You have a dead body. And you have the physical proximity of the likely guilty party. And people have been convicted on that. So Nathan Wade, 35 visits to this neighborhood. <clears throat> I don't think that he knows anybody else that lives there. And Yurdy uh, said that, uh, that, that it was him. He was coming to visit. So the records do. N okay, so hold on a second. Um, this is uh, Fannie Willis's response. Um, and remember, she's trying to exclude this evidence from being entered into the record. She does not want the judge or anybody else who's looking at this case to be able to see that she and Nathan lied. She's very desperate right now because she knows that as a prosecutor, if she found this sort of evidence uh, linking a suspect to a particular crime scene, they would use it. And it would be admissible in court. And oftentimes it's enough to convict. Certainly it's enough to sway a jury. The records do nothing more than demonstrate that special prosecutor Wade's telephone was located somewhere within a densely populated multi-mile radius where various residences, restaurants, bars, nightclubs and other businesses are located. Now, additionally, Fannie Willis submitted her calendar and emails to prove that she wasn't with Nathan Wade on September 11th through 12th and November 30th of 2021. But the dates don't match up when the hookups took place. Here we have a screenshot of her calendar, but the dates don't match. So she was saying, hey, I wasn't there. However, the dates. <laughs> so we're talking about November. Yeah, let me look at that. September 11th and 12th and November 30th. She gave uh, calendar screenshots from April 21st of 2021 and April 20th, uh, also May 10th. And uh, <laughs> and then this email is from November 17th. Uh, but the content of that email uh, is 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 not listed. We don't even know what she's talking about here. So <laughs> I don't I don't think that it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. I mean, even if the judge likes her, 
you know, he's seen uh, far too much to have to do anything other than continue on the track that I'm talking about. Now, it's fine that Fanny wants to say that she wasn't with Nathan Wade. I mean, anybody can put something in their um, in their calendar. But if it's not the dates in question, then it's totally irrelevant. Her evidence is going to be excluded. So continuing, the lies became more evident when the evidentiary hearing that we were all checking up on last week uh, showed uh, that there was quite a bit of evidence uh, to disqualify her from this case. Robin Yurdy, I'm sorry, that was her name. Uh, Robin Yurdy, she directly testified to the contrary of what Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis said. She testified that their uh, relationship began back in 2019. She did not want to be there. She is getting no benefit of going in there and testifying against her former friend and her former coworker. So, uh, there, the interest is on the behalf of Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade to lie. Robin Yerdy has no reason to lie. Oh, if a judge goes against the cabal, they get memo 618 and they are never heard from again. I'm not familiar with that reference, but now you've piqued my interest and I'm going to go ahead and, uh, search that up. All right. Thank you, Jim. Hopefully he doesn't get memo 618. Hopefully that, uh, uh, he he get, gets the opportunity to kick Fannie Willis off this case because he's got no other choice. All right, we'll check that out. All right, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> they also exchanged 11,865 text messages prior to Nathan Wade being hired. They also lied about that under oath. Uh, the latest revelations are going to be a little bit more problematic, perhaps, than simply geolocation data. This newest court filing shows the 11,865 text messages that were sent between the two lovers in the months leading up to their famed case against Donald Trump and his 18 associates. Obviously, Fannie Willis lied under oath. Seems like every single thing she said on the stand was a lie, perhaps except save the fact that she likes Grey Goose. But uh, these allegations could not be more serious. Uh, they are prosecuting defendants for filing false papers, and they are making false statements themselves to the court. So now they are accused of the exact same conduct, including lying under oath. That is just a little bit sweet. And a whole lot of justice. Uh, how is it that Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are now supposed to prosecute a case where they have committed the exact same crime they are accusing these 19 other individuals of committing? And they did it together. Uh, I would say Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade colluded in a way to maybe make this a RICO case because they did it together. Wow, isn't that funny? It's the exact same thing they're accusing Trump and his compatriots of doing. So 11,865, the number of voice calls and text messages exchanged between Fannie Willis and her supposed non-boyfriend at the time in the 11 months before she hired him to prosecute Trump. That averages out to 35 communications a day before she hired him. However, they say they were just friends. I don't know. I don't think that anybody sends that many text messages without uh, having something connected to it. So... Uh, in this new court filing, uh, the counsel for the defendants in this case 
uh, have indicated that they they have now submitted the collection of telephone calls and text messages that were exchanged between the two paramours. It's alleged that those calls contradict the testimony of both of those prosecutors having to do with their relationship. They insisted they did not become romantically involved until after he was hired, which was in early 2021. Uh, investigator Charles Middlestat submitted this affidavit discussing these uh, thousands of calls and text messages from the 11-month period, uh, and he stated there was a prevalence of calls made in the evening hours and suggested that some indicate that Wade had stayed overnight at Willis's home uh, despite the denials that he made on the stand. Now, of course, challengers are claiming that on the record, they indicate that Wade may have been over to the home as many th- as 30 times during that period. In her testimony, Fannie Willis loudly proclaimed, it's a lie, it's a lie, when she was asked about the romantic relationship and uh, her status with Nathan Wade prior to his being hired. Now, the question becomes, if Nathan Wade visited the home in the middle of the night and he did not stay over, uh, well, then what was he doing while he was there? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, we all know exactly what he was doing. Uh, and again, I remind you, the questioning by Trump's attorney uh, under oath of these people, he set them up. He set up Nathan Wade when he said if the phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as Willis's condo before November 1st, 2021, and it was on multiple occasions, the phone records would be wrong. And he said, yes, if the records reflected that, it would be wrong. All right, you guys, we are going to have to end it there because I have to prepare for baseless conspiracies tonight. And uh, I need to save my voice and get some more research in so that I can get this prepared. So I'm going to go through the final thank yous over here from our friends at Pilled.net. Thank you so much to all of the generous support you guys are offering. I really do appreciate it. Thank you to all of the generous support over here on Rumble as well. Thank you again to Diana for the donations on Cash App over over the uh, the weekend. And uh, thank you. I, I didn't see anything come through on Ko-Fi, but that doesn't mean that something didn't. It uh, oftentimes doesn't uh, actually show up. So I need to say thank you to NetFolks1. Thank you to Sean Joe and Porpoiseful. Uh, thank you two more times to Sean Joe and Just Duckies, who says much love and God bless. Thank you to Dixie and Judy the Lady Pug. Thank you to NX17, says you're the best, RP. Thank you very much, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you to Nakaz808. Aloha. Good to see you. Thank you to PQuest and Ray. Raisin Kane. Uh, thank you to Porpoiseful and Flor Riccio says, I really miss my ones, my once beautiful New York. Oh, Flor, I'm so sorry. I hope that one day New York is going to uh, be cleaned up and we're going to be able to fix it so that it will once more be a beautiful place to live. Unfortunately, they have desecrated that once great city uh, with an influx of illegals. We need new leadership. That's the only way to do it is that the people have to be so done uh, that they are willing to elect leadership that is going to actually take their best interests to heart before they do something stupid like making a proclamation that illegals have the right to come there and, of course, uh, get as much money and support as they could possibly want. All right, I've passed out the gold pills. Donna Bo Libby, good to see you, Donna. Thank you so much for that. And thank you, you guys. Uh, if you will, please join me tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Badlands Media for another episode of Baseless Conspiracies. If I don't see you then, hopefully I'll see you here tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern. Good luck and God bless. We'll see you then.
quick reminder, everyone, if you didn't get a chance to see the interview I did with Dr. Jason Dean earlier today, it's right there on my channel. I'd say, you know, if, if you need something to do in the meantime until Baseless Conspiracies, go check that out. I thought it was a great interview. I love Jason. He is super based, and I think that he's got a great perspective. Also, he had a little bit of insight about uh, the outages that took place last week. So definitely go check it out if you don't have time. I understand. I know there's uh, there's only so many hours in the day, but I just wanted you to know that it was there in case you didn't. Okay, see you tonight. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home 
Homes Wall Outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.